Welcome to The Bridge Podcast, where we immerse you in conversations about wellness, as experienced through the bridging of our seven unique tracks, move, pause, taste, choose, seek, expand, and learn. Our goal is to transform people's lives through a holistic approach to wellness. I'm Miriam Matta, nutritionist and wellness enthusiast here at The Bridge, and your host for today's episode. Our discussion today will be about stress and all the ways and techniques that can help us manage it. Joining us today is one of our very own leaders here at The Bridge, Daria Zelenko, um, assistant manager of our pause track and the spa. Hi, Daria. How are you? Hi, Miriam. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. Welcome. Uh, Daria, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I've been working at the Bridge Lifestyle Hub for almost two years. I've joined the company when the whole facility was still under construction. And I must say it was an absolutely beautiful experience to see how the bridge became what it is now. And when I heard about the POS concept, I fell in love with it immediately. POS is a recovery space in the heart of one of the busiest uh, capitals of the world. And it is one of the seven concepts of the Bridge Lifestyle Hub. You can experience the latest in muscle manipulation therapies, in biohacking therapies. Uh, you can restore from mental and physical stress. You can simply slow down time and pause. Thank you, Daria. Amazing. Uh, and again, welcome to the podcast. So before diving into uh, our topic today, just want to give a brief definition uh, of what stress is. So what is stress? Stress is a physical and emotional reaction and response that people will experience when uh, they go through challenging uh, challenges in their lives, right? So when we are under stress, our bodies will react in a way and will uh, release some hormones responsible of the stress um, of the fight and flight response. Uh, so Daria, how is your stress level today? <laughs> well, usually it will be higher, but thanks to the techniques that we will discuss later today, uh, I know how to manage my stress now. <laughs> so Daria, as you mentioned in your introduction, you were here before the place even opened and you took part of the research and development. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, how stress, the research that was done on stress, influenced uh, or has had a role in the creation of the seven tracks that we have today and especially uh, more specifically the pause track and uh, the treatments also that we have uh, at the spa. So in the first podcast, uh, our CEO, Khalid Nahas, has briefly mentioned pause and he said the phrase that we say a lot here. He said, um, stress is the number one killer. Yeah. And this is a phrase that a lot of our members and guests probably heard us saying a lot. And we're not just repeating it. Uh, it is unfortunately Reality. a sad fact. Yes, yeah. it's a sad fact uh, proven by scientific studies. Six yeah. out of 10 leading causes uh, of death are attributed to stress. That's scary. And yes, and according to the scientific researchers, 90% of all illnesses and diseases are related to stress. Top three of which are cardiovascular disease, heart disease, and high blood pressure. And if you look at the world statistics, these three are among uh, top leading causes of death worldwide. So these alarming numbers have contributed to creating a spa that is different from others. 
Yeah. All post-treatments are backed by science. Yeah. Our aim is to activate the parasympathetic nervous system in order to stimulate uh, recovery hormones okay. and to send a signal to our body that it is time to relax and de-stress. Okay, so it's very interesting that you mentioned the parasympathetic nervous system. Can you tell us a little bit more about how we can actually activate it? Before going uh, into into the details and speaking about um, nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system activation, I would just like to give a brief about the nervous system in general to explain the mechanisms of um, of its work. Autonomic nervous system is a part of our nervous system that uh, controls all involuntary reflexes in our body, okay. like uh, our heart rate, uh, pupil dilation, digestion, and it has two branches parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. So sympathetic nervous system activates the fight or flight response and parasympathetic nervous system activates uh, rest and digest response. So together they perform opposite actions where one system uh, causes the reaction and another system stops it. Um, here, I really like to use the, um, a car as an example yeah. because a sympathetic, a sympathetic nervous system serves as the accelerator and uh, parasympathetic nervous system serves, serves as brake. Okay. So let's say uh, if you need to go somewhere uh, by car and one of the systems are not working, how successfully can you reach that place? Yeah, that's very interesting. And actually, this reminds me of, of the weight loss uh, journey of people. A lot of people come in to see me. Uh, they're already eating healthy, uh, exercising, and they're not able to lose weight. And they become very frustrated. And stress plays a big role uh, in all of that. And the more they get frustrated, the more they, you know, the stress increases and it's a vicious circle. And the fact that uh, they disregard uh, or they don't even think that their stress level could have an impact on, mm -hmm. on, on their, their weight. So um, it's, it's, as you said, the car, if there's something not working right, exactly. if the engine is not working, uh, then you know, the functions of the body are not gonna work properly. So uh, we look a lot at stress in, in, uh, during nutrition consultations. Totally right. Stress has a profound effect on our whole well-being, not only on a physical level, but uh, on the emotional level as yeah. well. So dysregulation with the, with the nervous system it can lead to anxiety, depression, uh, to addiction and to uncontrolled um, emotional outbursts. Yeah. So if the nervous system is dysregulated, there is an imbalance between PNS and uh, SNS. Okay. And unfortunately, due to the ways of life that all of us are yeah. leading every day, our, uh, our fight or flight response is uh, overactive. Yeah. I so, feel like it's always on right? <laughs> these days. It's always on, but not all stress is actually negative, right? Exactly. We have the good stress, uh, which we call the eustress, and we have the negative stress, which is the you know the distress situations uh, where uh, it starts affecting our health in a negative way. And we have, of course, the completely zen and calm. Uh, uh, state of mind, which is very hard to maintain. But uh, when we talk about you stress, it's actually the stress that we feel before, uh, let's say, an exam. It's the stress that helps us to reach our 
uh, optimal performance. It's actually not not only this. Um, if you look at the, at the stress in general as a biological process, yes, it's absolutely normal biological reaction to yeah. any potentially dangerous or fearful situation. Yeah. This is something that helped uh, hunters and gatherers thousands of yeah. years ago to survive. But uh, the lifestyle of our ancestors provided natural balance between PNS and SNS. Okay. Where the short periods uh, of time where they were hunting or they were running from the predator were replaced with calm periods where they would uh, spend the time within the tribe, share the meal, socialize. Yeah. So if you look at the studies, short-term stress is actually good. It can boost the immune system, okay. while the chronic stress uh, can uh, influence uh, the immune system and can ultimately manifest the illness. So we actually need to find the right balance. So some stress is okay, is good, as long as we don't go into the chronic stress, that's the one that affects our health. How can you switch between this calm phase, the rest and digest phase, uh, to the fight or flight mode? Like how does the switch happen? Ideally, it should happen naturally, of course. But um, as we discussed, due to the stress levels being too high in our everyday life, it doesn't happen automatically. So let's say you had um, some important meeting at work or you had a small fight with your colleague. And what should happen? You come home, you eat the meal with your family. Um, you relax. Yes, you yeah. relax, but unfortunately it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, most of the time you're still processing what happened during the day. And most of the time you are in your bed and instead of uh, being in that relaxed, you're rest, overthinking. Just want, yeah, yeah. You're, you're still thinking about it. You're, you're still thinking maybe you should have, should have replied something differently yeah. or you should have prepared something differently. So you send the signals to your body that you're not yet ready for the, the rest, rest. digest mode. Yeah. yeah. So what we can do in this case, uh, we can help uh, our body to activate the parasympathetic uh, nervous system. How to do it? By stimulating uh, the vagus nerve, we uh, activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which in its turn uh, reduces our neurophysiological experience of stress. So it okay. influences the limbic system in our brain where emotions are processed. Okay. And uh, um, different uh, studies even say that um, vagus nerve stimulation can be a new drug-free antidepressant. So Daria, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the vagus nerve, the role of the vagus nerve and why we actually need to stimulate it? Uh, vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve in our body running from the brain all the way down to the large uh, intestine. That's why we talk a lot about the gut-brain connection here. And uh, vagus nerve sends signals to our brain, our lungs, uh, our digestive system, our heart, uh, and it controls uh, different uh, unconscious functions of our body, like speech, mood, uh, and heart rate. Uh. So in fact, the word uh, vagus means uh, wanderer in Latin, which actually represents uh, how the nerve wanders across our body and reaches out to different uh, organs in our body. And what we need to look here is the term called vagal um, tone. So the vagal tone is a biological process that represents the activity of the vagus nerve. 
Okay. So the higher the vagal tone is, the easier it is for us to switch uh, to rest and digest mode. Okay. And there is really uh, interesting study uh, about the vagal tone. It shows that the vagal tone can be passed on from a mother to a child. Oh, okay. It can be the high and low yeah. vagal tone. So let's say women who are anxious or depressed or angry during the pregnancy, once they deliver a baby, the newborn has the same lower vagal tone and they have lower levels of serotonin and dopamine. Wow, that's very interesting. And I'm sure that uh, our audience today wants to know more about the techniques that can help in stimulating the vagus nerve, uh, whether these are things that we can do at home or treatments uh, at the spa. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure, sure. So finally, I think we got to the most interesting yeah. part. For, <laughs> After for the everyone. science comes the implementation. Exactly, the, practi the practical part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there are actually various techniques and various methods uh, how to activate the parasympathetic uh, nervous system and how to stimulate uh, the vagus nerve. I'll probably name the most uh, the, the most effective. Okay. Uh, the first would be yoga and meditation, and here we need to pay a lot of attention to deep breathing. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> okay. Like when once you meditate, um, they try to make your exhales longer than your inhales. It can help our nervous system to switch to rest and digest mode faster and it will okay. help to slow down the heart rate. And of course, not only meditation, yoga practices can help yeah. as well. But um, ideally, it should be the yoga practices where a lot of attention is uh, placed on breathing. breathing. So it can be any type of restorative yoga or maybe Ashtanga yoga. Okay. Another way would be exercising. Yeah. Um, interval trainings and endurance training can increase the vagal tone and can improve our heart rate variability. Yeah. The third would be the massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something that uh, yeah, all of the all of the ladies love. Not only ladies, of course, all the men as well. Yeah. Various massage techniques uh, are a proven way to balance PNS and SNS, to restore okay. that balance. And specifically, there are a lot of studies done on the reflexology. Okay. Um, it is said that um, regular reflexology can help to increase the vagal tone and decrease uh, the heart, uh, okay. heart rate. Yeah. And, uh, you can also have it at the spa, of course, yeah. but not everyone is a regular spa goer. So for someone who who doesn't like visit spas, you can even do the massage at home. You can yeah. give yourself foot massage. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Let's say you don't know any kind of um, foot massage technique. Yeah. You can do something simple, like some simple exercise. You okay. can um, rotate your ankles. Okay. Um, Stretch, easy to you know, do. Yeah, yeah, stretch your fingers, stretch your toes back and forth and um, rub the sole of your feet in short strokes. Yeah. So these techniques can also help uh, yeah. to stimulate the vagus nerve. And okay, that's interesting. Another way would be the usage of the essential oils. Mm. Um, you can either have them diffused or yeah. you can inhale them from the palms of your hands. Okay. I use a lot of essential oils at home. Any essential oil or there are specific like uh, scents? 
Here I would probably pay attention more to the calming oils like okay. um, cedarwood, uh, sandalwood, okay. chamomile, um, melissa, ilang ilang. Okay. Let's say at the spa yeah. we are using ilang ilang essential oil for the um, consultation area. It okay. is uh, we have a diffuser there, and a lot of our guests when they come to the spa and the moment they enter the consultation yeah. room, they already feel uh, relaxed. start feeling relaxed. Yeah, they tell us yeah. that they feel so much relaxed. Okay. And I believe it's all due to the small details like uh, essential exactly. oils that we use or the music that is yeah. played in the consultation area because the music also is another way to help us um, go faster into the rest and digest mode oh, it can nice. it can influence us uh, let's say any kind of uh, upbeat music yeah. can energize us can motivate yeah. us but the same way calming and soothing music can help uh, can help us bring us into that uh, relaxation yeah. mode faster so does the singing in the car help <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Finally, finally enough, it, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does help. Uh, again, due to the vagus nerve, yeah. because uh, our vagus nerve is connected to the vocal cords yeah. and it runs through the inner ear. So when we are humming or singing, yeah. uh, this vibration can stimulate the vagus yeah. nerve as well. <laughs> so that's why in the morning I come relaxed to work because I'm singing in the car. <laughs> a nice method. Yeah. Sure. And there's a lot of studies uh, around cold therapy, right? Yeah. So cold exposure is yeah. another way how to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system and how to um, stimulate the vagus nerve. Uh, let's say here at the, our spa, we have a cryo chamber or it can be any other cold exposures. Not uh, again, not everyone is a spa goer and not everyone will go regularly, yeah. regularly to have a cryo session. So in this case, you can um, immerse yourself into, into cold water. So it can be uh, ice plunge uh, okay. somewhere also at the spa. Or again, if you don't want to go to the spa, you can fill your bath at home with water and add a lot of ice and yeah. immerse yourself into it will help. Even simple, small techniques like uh, applying ice pack to your neck yeah. or, or to your forehead will help yeah. or even taking um, cold showers every yeah. day. So th these are actually small tips that we can do at home, yeah. small things that actually go a long way, right? There are a lot of other, other methods, yeah. uh, like one of them, let's say, is uh, taking different kind of supplements. So actually, yeah, there are a lot of supplements out there. Uh, not every supplement work and what would work on someone might not work on someone else but uh, the usual or the most uh, used supplements for relaxation and which are considered you know safe in certain dosages are magnesium supplements and um, ashwagandha as well uh, but uh, i believe that uh, you know, we can stay away from supplements and the techniques that you talked about and among other techniques can help us uh, try to stay in the rest and digest uh, mode. Yes, yes, you're right. We, we shouldn't be controlled by our body and mind. Like yeah. nowadays, we have the power to, to tell them what to do. To ha to, yeah, to cope with, with our stress. Mm. Um, if we want to conclude today uh, with uh personal messages to our audience what is one stress management technique that you actually uh incorporated in uh, your day-to-day -day life that has made the biggest impact uh in your life on your health 
Yeah, this definitely would be yoga and breathing, yeah. breathing techniques. I'm a big fan of uh, pranayama. And there is uh, one specific uh, breathing technique that I love the most. And it helped me a lot in different uh, stressful situations where I felt very anxious. Yeah. Um, it is based on pranayama and it is also used by U.S. Navy SEALs. It's okay. called uh, box breathing or square breathing. Okay. And it's a very simple technique. Yeah. Uh, you need to inhale on the count of four, hold the breath on the count of four, exhale on the count of four, and keep breath on the count of four, yeah. and then repeat it. That's why it's called box because it's the same uh, As the, duration yeah. For, yeah, during the whole breathing sessions. And by doing it only for two minutes, you will really feel how your stress Relax. levels go really yeah. down. For me, yeah, I'm trying, uh, I, I, I try breathing techniques, but it takes a lot of patience. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, but uh, I, I feel like exercise helps me a lot, especially taking uh, morning walks. Uh, of course, spending time with family and friends, uh, having good laughs. And what I try to do as well is um, not, not internalize the stress, uh, take it out of my body. I think this is something maybe they do in yoga as well to uh, disconnect from the stress, put it out and look at it as a situation that I can control uh, and just focus on the things that are that I can't have an impact on, right? Yeah. Like my health, my day to day uh, life and keep the things out of my control, out of my out of my head. Thank you, Daria, for joining the podcast. It was a very interesting uh, discussion today. I think our audience, and I hope our audience is going to benefit from all the techniques and tips that, that we actually gave them today. Thank you all Thank you. for being with us uh, in today's episode. We look forward to having you uh, in our next episode. Uh, always keep moving. Uh, pausing, tasting, choosing, seeking, expanding, and learning with us. And most importantly, keep the conversation on wellness going.